Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. This week's podcast is sponsored by Dreams by Design Travel. At Dreams by Design, we want your vacation to be a happy adventure where families can have fun together. We believe that a magical vacation begins with careful planning, and that is exactly what you receive with our agency. Make sure that you tell your travel planner that the Disney Parks Podcast sent you to Dreams by Design Travel. We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all of the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit themeparkconcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends, themeparkconcierges.com, or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. All right, uh, let's start off with uh, some restaurants. Uh, let's, let's see this. Magical Dining is the month of September in Florida. It's a three-course price-fixed meal, right. appetizer, entree, dessert for $35. Mm -hmm. and per a person. Per person, and a portion of the proceeds goes to a charity. Yeah, two charities this year. Yeah, and it is the best way to try restaurants that you would not normally try or go to restaurants that you really can't afford to get a $35 just dinner. Now you're getting right. an appetizer, entree, and dessert uh, for that. So there's a bunch of restaurants... Uh, on Disney property, uh, none of them are Disney restaurants, but they're on Disney property uh, in the area that you can uh, get. Uh, we have Il Molino at the uh, Swan. Then we have Marimoto Asia at Disney Springs. We have Paddlefish at Disney Springs. We have Ravello at the Four Seasons. That is a must-do. Yeah. That's a must-do. That's a must-do. Thank you, you're, Stacey. You're not going to eat anything there for $35, That's... except for meatball or pizza. Right. You could <laughs> order a slice of pizza. Yep. STK is another great choice. Very expensive, uh, I think. And that's at Disney Springs, right across from uh, Maria and Enzo's. Uh, the new restaurant, Terralina Crafted Italian at Disney Springs, is on the list this year. Uh, Todd English's Blue Zoo. Uh, over at the Dolphin is on the menu. Mm. Wine Bar George is on the menu at Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Reservations are suggested. More like you really should probably mandatory. Should, should yeah. be mandatory. They will do walk-ins. I don't think you're going to get a walk-in in any of those places, especially on Disney. Uh, maybe the other ones on Restaurant Row. So uh, that's it. Go check them out. We're going to start uh, probably making reservations for some of these. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, if you want to check out this Monday's infotainment show, Tony mm-hmm. and I break down a little bit more about the Disney Springs restaurants right. that uh, we break those down talk about that. And, of course, we talk about Ravello because uh, we can't help ourselves. Yeah. So check that out. Yeah. Uh, well, I got some news that for some people is sad news. For for many people, it's it's good news. I I, I kind of fall on the good news side because I'm okay. really I, I love the Indiana Jones film, so I'm not looking forward to Indiana Jones five. Uh, but Disney reschedules Indiana Jones five and renames Wreck It Ralph two and more. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Walt Disney Studios has altered their upcoming film schedule, uh, including the release date for Indiana Jones 5. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Why Are We Doing This, uh, I think is the working title. Uh, (laughs) That has now been pushed back to July 9th of 2021. Is Harrison Ford going to make it? He, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Now, this is the second time the film's release has been pushed back. Originally... Uh, Indiana Jones 5 was scheduled for July 19th, 2019. Wow. Uh, it's going to take him that long to walk through the, all the scenes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then was or later... stunt person. Yeah, or was rescheduled to July 10th, 2020. Now it's July 9th, 2021. So that's interesting. Uh, other changes include moving up the release of Mary Poppins Returns, which has been rescheduled from July 25th to December. De- no, excuse me, December 25th <laughs> to December 19th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, an untitled Marvel film has also been moved up to July 30th, 2021, to February 12th, 2021. <laughs> hmm, I wonder what that could be. I wonder what that could be. Black Panther two. Yeah, maybe. Uh, included in the recent slew of announcements, it's been stated that Wreck-It Ralph, uh, excuse me, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2, has been simply renamed to Ralph Breaks the Internet. (laughs) Ralph Breaks the Internet will still be released on November 21st, 2018. That's issue. So, (laughs) John Carter of Mars, when it came out a couple Mm. years ago, at the last minute they renamed it just John Carter. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that it hurt the hurt, hurt the film a little bit because nobody understood what John Carter was, but people right. knew the brand John Carter of Mars. Right. Now we've dropped the Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet, to Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah. I understand. Should it be... Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Should just be Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet. Wreck-It Ralph, You don't yeah. have to say two. Yeah, whatever. We that, know it's number two. Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I, yeah. I get it. I yeah. just, uh, anyway... Uh, the studios also announced the upcoming Jungle Cruise film will be released on October 11th, 2019, hmm. and that Maleficent 2, Electric Boogaloo, is scheduled to be released on May 29th of 2020. Hmm. Yet another film I could do without. Yeah. I I liked the first, first one plenty. Right. Yeah. I don't see a need to continue that series. Right. That's just me. I'm a dude. Uh we should have a Cruella uh, or a, a Dr. Facilier movie. Yeah, let's do all the I villains. would dig a Dr. Facilier let's, movie. Yeah, we get the backstory on why he became evil. Yada, yeah. Yada, yada. How yeah. did he get those friends on the other side? Yeah. yeah. 
you know. That'd be cool. I'd be down with yeah, that. Yeah, see? A whole villain series where you get their backstory. Dude, Ursula. Uh, Ursula, right. Scar. How did he yeah. get the name yeah. Scar? Yeah. Was he named Scar before or after he got the Scar? Scar? You yeah. know? Yeah. 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 Jafar. Yeah. A Jafar backstory. Yeah. Man, they should pay us. Disney should pay us. <laughs> These are all free, Disney. Go out and use them. No, I'm trademarking every one yeah, of them. Yeah, use them for good, not for evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, we got a meetup coming up uh, soon. Woohoo! Uh, uh, July 28th. We're going to meet at 2 p.m. at Woody's Lunchbox in Toy Story Land. Uh, maybe we have to change this because if this is still blackout, maybe not, not that many people are going to show up. Well, I'm sure more, more people than we just, we just don't have. We just have yeah. sober passes, and that's fine, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, let us know. Let us know via email or on Facebook.com uh, forward slash Disney Parks Podcast uh, if, uh, you know, if this still works or if you all are blacked out and, or I'm going to be standing there alone sweating in the heat. Uh, August 11th, we are going to Plancha. We spoke about it at the top of uh, the other show, and I will tell you, you're going to want to come. Come, have a meal, have a snack. Have an appetizer, have a cocktail. You can have a cigar. They sell uh, Cuban cigars there. Uh, so you yeah, can do all expensive. those fun things. Yeah. Um, and this is, uh, you, you really should RSVP if you're going to eat. This way we can get a table. We've already made friends with Stuart, the manager over there. So that's good. Um, but this is not actually at the Four Seasons. This is at their golf club resort, Tranquilo Golf. Uh, the entrance is right before Fort Wilderness or right after Fort Wilderness, depending on which way on Vista Boulevard you're right, traveling. Right. Uh, so please RSVP. This way we can uh, you know, make sure that we have a seat at the table. And last but not least, September 15th, we're going to Meinzer's Lounge over at the Grand Floridian. Sweet. Yeah. So it's a casual event. What's the casual I event? I don't know what that means. I don't know how that got in there. Huh. It's casual. Right. Yeah. Casual. casual, just come cash. Just as your best, uh, just yeah. as your best don't, Grand don't, Floridian. Don't wear a bathing suit. Just come <laughs> yeah. cash. Just come cash. Just come cash. Yeah, um, I I think we still have room for a couple more bloggers and photographers and videographers. So if you are interested, uh, send us an email at disneyparkspodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, I had a thing up on Facebook that you could respond to it there, but it just was very difficult to manage. Facebook does not have a great tool for this, so. Right. Uh, just send us an email. It's easier for us right. to manage. And realize this is not a job. Yeah, it's not a job. No need to send yeah. you'll need a your resume. Own, you'll need your own park ticket. That's right. Yeah. This is not a paying gig. Yeah. We don't have no, anything. Not yet. You never know. You know, maybe, but I don't, you yeah. know, right now, listen, we're not hiring bloggers. Yeah. We're just looking for bloggers yeah. who. People that have time. Have, have a message, but they don't have a site. Yeah. 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 If you've always wanted to do a blog and you don't want to, you don't know how to do the blog. This is your chance. Call us. Here's your chance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget you can listen to the show on your Amazon Echo or your Echo Dot or your Google Home. Uh, You know, just tell them to play the Disney Parks podcast and like magic, it gets played. Like magic. Like magic. (laughs) Like magic. Uh, Don't forget to go visit us at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash shop. We have some things in the store there. Uh, Also, don't forget... If you'd like nice Disney shirts, go to DisneyByTheNumbers.com, sign up for the list. Oh, wait. John doesn't have one. I don't have, I don't have a I Disney shirt. I got the uh, I got or, Guardians of the Galaxy. We have some Pixar hats you can get. Pixar, Santa hat. 
Pixar or their Pixar, Pixar ads. You get those. So, uh, and then if you can rate us, review us, and then share us wherever possible, that is also very helpful. Sweet. All right. Uh, apparently, Mister Iger is spending Disney's money like it's his own. Well, you know, man's <laughs> got to do what he's got to do. So he announced a $650 million plan to develop the new Hudson Square headquarters. Now, Hudson Square is a certain area uh, in lower Manhattan on the uh, east side. Wait. On the west side. On the west side. Uh, it's not, it's a little bit north of uh, the towers. Well, not the towers, whatever it's called now. Freedom Tower? Yeah, Freedom Tower. I know that's the towers. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so this is what they're doing. So uh, Mr. Iger uh, announced recently plans to develop a five-building parcel at 4 Hudson Square uh, into the new Disney headquarters in New York. Wow. The company purchased the site from Trinity Church Real Estate at $650 million price tag. That's nice. That's a nice. So nice. That's a nice. That's pocket mind. change yeah. for uh, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, the parcel, which allows for one large building, is zoned for uh, eight hundred thousand square feet and encompasses one point two million square feet of the rentable space. The space is intended to become the flagship campus for WABC TV, ABC News, Live with Kelly and Ryan. I don't know if they're going to want to move. The View. Disney's streaming services will also move to this new Hudson Square headquarters from its current Chelsea Market location. So apparently things are underway. Yeah, for their streaming service. Yeah. Right. Uh, Good Morning America will continue to broadcast, obviously, from <laughs> Times Square. They're not going to move that. Of course not. No, that's yep. prime real estate yeah. right there. Uh, this announcement, well, they also loan the Disney store in Times Square. That is true. So that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's a whole other, yeah. Uh, this announcement comes after the recent plans for Disney to sell its Upper West Side headquarters on West 66th Street and West End Avenue were announced uh, as well. Silverstein Properties in purchasing Disney's former location for $1 billion. Well, they've got it. Silverstein Properties had the note on the World Trade Center. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Trinity Church was the church that sat across from mm -hmm. uh, the Trade Center. Uh, Trinity Church is one of the largest property owners in the area and is redeveloping multiple nearby properties, such as one Hudson Square, which will become the Jackie Robinson Museum. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, Mr. Iger assessed the Hudson Square district as a dynamic, innovative hub for media, technology, and other creative businesses. He went on to call the move a historic step forward and that Disney is pleased and proud to be joining the exciting community. There are also no announcements as to when the deal will be finalized and when construction will start uh, on the new headquarters. I, I think it's going to happen soon, sooner rather than later. Well, yeah, I mean, this streaming service know. starts this time next year, so yeah. they're going to have to have their crap up and running. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to have to yeah. you know, get that, get that done Right. Or yeah, you know, they still have their Chelsea market yeah. area, so right. they can make that work yeah. for now. And Kelly and Ryan have their studio, and the View's got their studio. It's crazy. So, yeah, shock that show salon. Anyway, <laughs> um, booking is now open for New Year's Eve 2019 parties at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Mm -hmm. ooh, ooh. 
Uh, if you're looking for some unique ways to ring in 2019, I feel like I literally just read this just a couple months ago. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, the Walt Disney Resort has two New Year's Eve celebrations that are available to book at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Number one, Pixar Party, a New Year's Eve celebration recommended for families, and Disney's Countdown to Midnight, a clothing optional event. Wait, no, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. What? Just kidding. Uh, Disney Countdown to Midnight, including an optional uh, option to purchase VIP access to the Ink and Paint Club, recommended for adults without kids. Mm-hmm. Clothing optional. Kidding. Uh, both both celebrations include entertainment, food, music, and other refreshments, plus a viewing of the Magic Kingdom New Year's Eve fireworks to cap off the night. Here's what guests can expect at each party. The Pixar Party, a New Year's Eve celebration, 8 p.m. till 12.15 a.m. Sharp. Oh. I, w- I went ahead and added that sharp because I've been to a couple of these things and oh, they yeah. want you oot. Mm-hmm. Uh, this New Year's Eve, welcome in 2019 with a festive, family-friendly frolic. And I'm not joking. Those four words were written this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a festive, friendly, family-friendly frolic through some childhood joys during Pixar Party, a New Year's Eve celebration at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Sarge from the Pixar Animation Studios Toy Story film, some little thing that they just built something about somewhere, yeah. uh, will welcome you as you arrive to the second floor of the resort. Once inside, you will discover spaces that have been transformed with scenes from beloved Pixar movies. Highlights of the inclu- evening include being enveloped in the woods of various Disney Pixar films like Inside Out, The Incredibles, Finding Nemo, and Up!, including meeting some of your favorite characters. And that would be worlds, not woods. Sorry, I screwed that up. Kids' activities, including boot camp with Sarge, Pixar face painting, and a balloon artist creating your favorite Pixar characters. A balloon guy? Seriously? Cheap. An interactive DJ spinning radio Disney hits from his Cars-inspired DJ rig, complete with tires... Road signs right out of Radiator Springs. Wow. <laughs> a delicious dinner buffet, including Woody's favorite lemon thyme chicken breast I nuggets. don't remember that from the movie. I don't either. <laughs> Wally's pan-seared mahi-mahi. I don't remember that from the movie. Rex's Manhattan filet. <laughs> Sully's beast white cheddar baked mac and cheese. Build your own salad options, which the kids will love. Desserts. Kids' favorite, like, say it with me now, chicken fingers and mac and cheese. A viewing of the famous Magic Kingdom New York Eve, New Year's Eve fireworks. And here comes the fun parts, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets are $190 per person, including tax and gratuity. That's adults and kids alike. Yeah. It's a little pricey. $190 for a four hour event. And the last part of that event, you're not in that room any longer because you're watching the fireworks. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you adults who don't want to take your kids to any kind of fun, joyous thing for New Year's Eve, (laughs) the Disney Countdown to Midnight event will go from 8 p.m. until 12.15 a.m. sharp. 
this New Year's Eve, dress up and party during Disney's Countdown to Midnight, an evening of dining, dancing, and enchantment in the Fantasia Ballroom at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Come and discover a world sparkling with magic. Everything from a Mickey Mouse mirror ball to Disney character topiaries. As you move and groove to the high-energy New Year's Bash Band and a live DJ providing recorded music all night long. (laughs) Other highlights of the evening include... Sorry. (laughs) A... Cheftainment station featuring a sensational menu inspired by some Disney uh, signature dining restaurants with a touch of Disney magic, a special appearance by Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. At the end of the night, guests will be invited out to the Portacashier where they will receive a champagne flute and welcome 2019 with a viewing of the famous Magic Kingdom New Year's Eve fireworks. Tell them the price. Tickets are... Two hundred and seventy-five dollars per person, <laughs> including tax and gratuity. <laughs> and wait, tell them the punchline. It's coming right up. <laughs> now, if you would like to have the Ink and Paint Club experience, that begins at seven p.m. and goes till twelve fifteen a.m. sharp. Offered only as a VIP enhancement to the Disney Countdown to Midnight Party and located adjacent to the Fantasia Ballroom at Disney's Contemporary Resort, this special reception begins prior to the opening of the main event. At the Ink and Paint Club, guests will step back in time. Got to get back in time. Sorry. Uh, to the opening of the... Step back in time into a vintage... Disney animation-inspired room with silver... Uh, I have no idea what that is. Shivari chairs, metallic tables, and references to classic Disney animation filling the room. Ticketed guests can visit the lounge throughout the evening, starting with a featured reception from 7 to 8 p.m. Highlights of this special reception include photo opportunities with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse with a unique Disney animation backdrop. A pianist providing live entertainment. Chef stations featuring king crab, tuna tartare, sheep's milk uh, ricotta gnocchi, cocktails, champagne, cordials, and more, all included with admission. So you know this ain't going to be cheap, kids. That's right. Reserve seating at the Disney's Countdown to Midnight Party when it opens at 8 p.m. Disney and Ink playing... (laughs) Sorry, I can barely get through this. I'm laughing already. Disney Ink and Paint Club is only available as part of the enhanced ticket that includes both the Disney Countdown to Midnight and the Ink and Paint Club. <laughs> right. Tell them how much. $450 per person. <laughs> Access to Ink and Paint Club must be purchased concurrently with the Disney Countdown to Midnight ticket and cannot be added on at a later date. Now, this is... Uh, so California Grill does, you know, they're closed. It, it's a private New Year's right. Eve uh, event. And they were at like five or $600 per person. This is even more than that. You know, I would rather be up at the California Grill, get a sit-down dinner. You know, it's like a I don't know, seven or eight course or ten course dinner and see the fireworks from up there. That's a much better view than the Porta Cachere <laughs> from the con- uh, convention center. I am I'm at a loss for words. I truly am. I think this is 
Crazy, ludicrous, nuts. All of these things wrapped up in one. Yeah. So it's six hundred and fifty dollars, right? You got to buy the one ninety, whatever, <laughs> one ninety, and the four fifty. No, it was two seventy five. I think it's four fifty for both. Yes, I think it's four fifty in addition to the ticket that includes access to both. Yeah, Countdown to Midnight and the Ink and Paint Club for four fifty total. Right. So you get both for four hundred fifty bucks. That's that's deep. I mean, that my price range. That's <laughs> that's nine hundred dollars mm-hmm. for five hours. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I understand their their target audiences. I would be drinking like a fish. I'd be so hammered I wouldn't even bother trying to get pictures with Mickey and Minnie. Now, I get it. You know, you, you've got... You and know, I'd be eating king crab legs like it was going out of style. As long as they keep bringing them out. Yeah. You know, who's to say they don't run out? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't want to be that guy. I, I really don't. I'm trying really hard to be a good Disney podcaster. But for crying out loud, you can't set it up on a tee like that. Just hand me a baseball bat. Yeah. That's... That's crazy. Yeah, even the family thing is pretty pricey. The family thing is pricey, but I, I kind of get it. But still, I mean, a buck ninety per person. I mean, you're looking at basically two hundred bucks per. No hotel room. No. No extra. Mm-hmm. Nothing, and you you are ushered out. You start at eight, and you're ushered out at twelve fifteen. You're not ushered out twelve fifteen. You're ushered out at probably ten till. Quarter till or ten till, so you can see the fireworks, and then yeah. those doors are closed. Right, I'm sure you don't get back in. Right. So I went to the uh, DVC dessert party on the third of July. Okay, so it was okay. It wasn't it wasn't stellar. There were some desserts. There were some uh, beverages. Uh, alcohol was extra. You had to pay for that. There was Mickey and Minnie in their uh, uh, 4th of July outfits. And they actually gave us a print, a physical print mm-hmm. of that picture. Um, but by the time the fireworks were over, all the dessert and the food and the drinks and the tables were already almost gone. Right. While we were watching fireworks, they were dismantling they were the whole party. Yep, yep. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. All right, next. Next, wow. hey, it's National Picnic Month. Did you know that? Wait, nope. what? Who's got this national whatever month calendar? I don't know, but they're brilliant. <laughs> whoever, whoever did it. I mean, every month or every day, it's you know National Cake Day, National Pie Day, National Mojito Day. I'm yeah. down with that. I'm yeah. a big fan of that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that too. Uh, it's celebrated in July and just in time. The Four Seasons Resort Orlando at Walt Disney World Resort has announced a new offering. A gourmet made-to-order picnic basket available to enjoy on the resort lawns or take it to go. The picnic lunch can be ordered in advance and picked up uh, by the guests at the designated time, packed, conven- uh, packed for convenience in a Four Seasons insulated bag. Options include a picnic for one, which includes one sandwich, one side, one bag of chips, one non-alcoholic drink, a dessert, uh, and a dessert. A couple's picnic includes two sandwiches, one large size, two bags of chips, one meat and cheese plate with a baguette, two desserts, and two non-alcoholic uh, drinks. 
a kid's picnic lunch, including the choice of sandwich, chips, and a drink. Uh, the picnic menu offering includes, here are the sandwich options, <coughs> shredded beef, a black forest ham, a chicken salad. Then you have a smoked turkey or the vegetable wrap. So that's not too bad. It's not horrible. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, kids' sandwiches are a choice of turkey and Swiss or ham and American cheese. Mm-hmm. Side options are potato salad or a uh, heirloom a tomato and a mozzarella salad, uh, toasted farro salad, or a whole fruit, such as a banana, an apple, or an orange. Here's a banana. Yep. Uh, gourmet meat and cheeses will include prosciutto, uh, chorizo, porcello, piva, St. Angel Blue, English cheddar. Apparently, those are some cheeses. Mm-hmm. Uh, dessert options are a cookie, a chocolate-covered pretzel, uh, macaroons, or a cupcake. Now, the picnic is available for $30 for one adult, $65 for two adults, and then $20 per kid. Now, to aid in the relaxation and the enjoyment of your picnic, a Four Seasons team member can set up the picnic display at one of the resort's scenic areas, such as at the lakeside area uh, lawn a picnic setup fee of $25 and included and uses <coughs> and use of a nice Four Seasons picnic blast, uh, uh, blanket, if I could speak tonight. Uh, guests can purchase the signature Four Seasons picnic ba- blanket for an additional $25. <laughs> One picnic setup can be upgraded with a choice of select wine, such as Masse, Masse, what is that? Massi Mazzano, Pinot Grigio. Massi Ma- Pinot Grigio, Alta Ulrich, Italian, Markham, Sauvignon Blanc. They got a whole list. Yeah. Uh, and they're uh, $55 to $65 to uh, per bottle. Can you bring your own? I would. Why not? So to order the picnic basket, you can either go to Lickety Split at the resort's lobby or call 407-313-6848. And tell them that you'd like to order a picnic lunch. Hey, boo 24 hours advance notice is required. I'd like a picnic basket. Yeah. Which is this a, sounds interesting. This is a whole lot more economical than the a, basket over at Wine Bar George. Yes. Yes. It's crazy. It, it might be a little bit cheaper than PB&G. I'm thinking you just take this and go to the pool. You know? If you have access to the pool as a resort guest. Yeah, if you're staying there, why Or not? a day resort guest. Yeah, or a day guest or, you know, a, a club member. Right, so. right. It's, uh, it's intriguing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so if you uh, are want to uh, drive around Disney and drive around the Magic Kingdom <laughs> like we are, mm-hmm. uh, a new cast member parking lot is being built uh, by the Magic Kingdom. A new parking lot for cast members is being built just north of Disney's Contemporary Resort. The parking lot will feature 595 new spaces and will be outfitted with a sheltered bus stop for cast member transportation. Plans for this new lot were initiated when the Main Street Theater was announced uh, for the Magic Kingdom since the theater would take away an exclusive parking lot. Evidently, the parking lot plans did not go the way of the dodo bird like the theater did as Disney's trying to free up space at the executive parking lot. Currently, the site of the parking lot is a quote, mixed-use lot of com- uh, comprised of gravel and compacted base material, 
end quote, which they want to pave over and modernize. That's how Disney described the scope of the project. Uh, the proposed asphalt parking lot includes a bus stop and shelter structure. A 1.27-acre wet retention pond uh, will be added to the northeast side of the parking lot to provide uh, for better water quality. Uh, the new lot will retain the Pluto lot designation for the former mixed-use lot of the same name. Uh, since plans were filed with Swift Mud, uh, which is the South Florida Water Management District construction, could start as soon as possible for this new parking lot. Yeah, so you, do you know where this is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you drive past the Contemporary, Space Mountains is on the left, and then there's a little dirt area just on the right-hand side, just beyond the first uh, perimeter uh, fireworks shooting station. Right. Uh, it has always been a dirt lot there, mm-hmm. and now they're just going to pave it up. And uh, yep. I would say put a garage there, but okay. Whatever. We'll keep going with flat things at Disney. Flat is good. It's yeah. like the state. Yep. Hey, if you're heading to Disneyland Paris, uh, you're now going to be able to purchase fast passes. Yeah. Not get them, but purchase, purchase. them. Uh, a new fast pass test will begin at Disneyland Paris on July 24th. Uh, uh, they're reporting a new product called Disney Access One, which will allow guests to purchase a one-time fast passes. Four attractions for 15 euros, which is 17.50. The regular paper FastPass system will remain free, and Access One will not affect the availability of these FastPasses. Hmm. This service will be available for all FastPass attractions and sold in the closest store to the attraction. A surprise souvenir is also included with the purchase. This test will run until September 30th, Annual pass holder discounts are available. Because you know they'll start it. If they're doing uh, it in Paris, they'll do it here. Yeah. Uh, available, which can reduce the price by 10% or 20%, depending on the annual pass level. See, I would have no problem with that. Uh, below is a list of the attractions. You can do this on Big Thunder Mountain, Buzz Light. Uh, Lightyear Laser Blast, Star Wars Hyperspace Mountain, Star Tours, La Adventure Continua, uh, Indiana Jones, and the Temple of the Depool, uh, Peter Pan Flats. God, you, Rex- suck, you yeah. suck at France, yeah, man. Yeah, I do. Uh, Indiana Jones uh, and the Temple du Peril. It's the, the Temple of Peril. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ratatouille, Rock and Roller Coaster with Aerosmith and the Twilight Zone, Terror Terror. We will terror you. <laughs> I spit on your grave. Your father smells like swine and your mother smells like elderberries. Uh, this is a, an attempt to prove the current fast pass system in Disneyland Paris. While we know uh, from Insider's event, that uh, Inside Ear event, that was a big event they had in May, mm-hmm. uh, that Magic Bands will not be coming to the French resort. Magic Pass cards have been tested at select hotels, meet and greets, and Walt Disney Studios Park and have unlisted the... And Liberty? What the hell? App, which is essentially a fast pass operated by a third party. You don't want to third party that out. Well, hey, I just yeah. work here. Uh, we hope the result uh, in a digital fast pass system uh, Disneyland Paris. So would you pay? Would you pay, John? No, I wouldn't pay. Why bother paying if I'm already, you know, no. 
But you are one, and you can't get one. Let me let me ask you this question. Okay. If they'll let pass holders pay, will they let regular people pay? Yeah. Right. So we're not solving the problem. We're just making the problem worse. You see what I'm saying? Well, I can't get a fast pass for anything I want to ride. And if they let so anybody... So if I can buy it, yeah, I may do that on You can buy a fast pass. You're going to buy a fast pass. Yeah. And everybody else can buy fast passes. Yeah. And you're going to think, oh, well, I'm coming out on vacation. I better buy fast passes. So now they've got purchased fast passes. Mm-hmm. And as you well know, Disney vacation guests will get priority over you and me. Well, they said no. Sort of was saying it wasn't. Yeah, that's a Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Walt Disney World. Well, it should be the same. It should be, but in a perfect world, it should be. But yeah. you know how Disney works. Yeah. So, uh, and I know you would pay, so I'm not even going to bother to ask. I, I probably would. It depends. If it if it gains me access to attractions that I normally wouldn't, then sure. Depending on how much it All is. Right. So like Slinky Dog. And and by Alien, you can pretty much get. But Slinky Dog, you really can't right now. Slinky Dog, Alien, so, so and Pandora. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And and I still haven't ridden. Uh, I can't get on a friggin' uh, Soarin'. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. You know, okay, great. So, how much is a Fast Pass? $17.50. $17.50. So, 20 bucks mm-hmm. to buy a Fast Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably do that. Yeah. See, there you go. All right. Fairytale Fireworks Cruise is available to book for new dates beginning October 21st. They're letting this one out early. Sure. Uh, enjoying Magic Kingdom Fireworks Spectaculars from a Boat on the Seven Seas Lagoons offers a vantage point truly like no other. And that's that's true. I used to ride the boat back and forth. Well, we, we did the boat cruise. Yeah, we did the boat cruise. When you add a stellar selection of signature treats and specialty drinks with and without alcohol... Uh, theme to the sparkling shooting stars of the fireworks. You've got the makings for a fairy tale fireworks, a sparkling dessert cruise. Now, new dates have been added beginning October 21st, 2018, and are available to book now by calling 407 WDW Dine. The reason you're telling this now is because these will probably be hollow wishes. Correct. Yeah. Fire, fairy tale fireworks, a sparkling dessert cruise, takes place on select nights. I bet it doesn't. Admission is $99 for adults and $69 for children ages 3 to 9. Tax or gratuity included. and also includes a special takeaway surprise. That's a lot of money for dessert, 99 bucks. I know, man. I mean, it's like how much dessert can you eat for $99? I mean, I'm bringing a Ziploc bag. I'm going to fill up a bag. <laughs> Get one of those Ziploc bags the, yeah, from Epcot. From Kid, <laughs> Kid Cot. I want a Kid Cot bag, please. Yeah, I don't know. That seems a little... I'd, like I'd like to go back to the uh, Tomorrowland Terrace party. Oh, yeah. Those I, are great. I don't think it's $99, but I'd like to do that. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to see how I can book one of those, because I've tried. Here's the thing I found. All right, so I called, and I said, hey, this is the dates I'm looking for. Oh, that, that is full. All right, how about this date? Is that's full? How about this date? No, that's full. I said, can you tell me the dates that are available? And the answer was no. You have to give us a date, and we can tell you. What? Yeah. Well, we could be here all day. I, I mean, I can run through the calendar from now until you know the end of the year. Yep. It just was. They just they certainly have, uh, and they do that with dining reservations too. 
They can't they can't say, oh, we have an opening three days from now. Yeah, right. Uh, and that's that's frustrating. Yeah. When they put it in their system, it should say, oh, that date's full, but here are three other date right. options. Here's three other yeah. options for you. So I even tried uh, booking uh, lunch with an Imagineer. Yeah. Same same problem. I gave them like five, six dates. No, 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 no. I said, well, can you tell me the dates? <laughs> I can have lunch with Imagineer? No, we can't tell you that. Mm. I said, well, how long do you want to stay on the phone with me? I have all day. <laughs> yeah. And what was their answer? Well, we can't spend all our time with you. Well, that's not my fault. Well, yeah, this is your system. Yeah. yeah, then figure out a way. Anyway. All right. Hey, uh, we have some headline news. <laughs> hey, a new limited release figment Journey into Imagination Magic Band has been released. And now this is not on the normal purple magic band, but a light purple magic band. Oh like my think God. think like the color of the purple wall. Oh yeah, I've seen it. So it's like that. Uh Hocus Pocus is all the rage. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Uh so uh Funko Pop now has a uh, Hocus Pocus to pre order. Yeah. Not to buy, to pre order. Sure. Yeah, I've seen those too. They're right. they're cute. If you're into that, uh, we spoke about this earlier. Splitsville now has the uh, impossible sliders. <laughs> Prince Charming Regal Carousel has an unplanned refurbishment through July 30th. Rut row. What happened? No carousel. I don't know. Something happened. They've been having the scrim up there for a while, so apparently they're gonna yeah. do this final phase yeah. of it. You know, just get it over with. Uh, Disneyland is going to celebrate its 63rd year with a pre-parade character cavalcade. And no we, other details were released. We can't get a friggin' nighttime parade. We can't get anything. But buddy, they're celebrating 63 years. And they're going to get a character cavalcade. They celebrated 60 years for three years. Now yeah. we're going to get a character cavalcade. For three years. For three years. That's <laughs> awesome. Until the 70s. Good for them. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't, the Boathouse makes open tables top 100 best alfresco restaurants in America. Good for them. Congratulations. Have you been? To the Boathouse? Yeah. Yeah, a couple we, times. We yeah. Yeah. It's a good place. It's great. It's, if you can get a table. And if you can afford it. <laughs> yeah. It's not cheap, kids. I. This is what I tell people to avoid that statement, John. Get the clam strips. It's sixteen dollars. Yeah, clam strips, French fries, done. Yeah, sixteen bucks. Yeah, I've been there six times. I've had the clam strips, five of them. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> uh, Basin at uh, Disney Springs is closing for a refurbishment at uh, on Wednesday, July eighteenth. Wow, that's scary there. So I think they're redoing that whole yeah. area. So yeah, everything's getting a little little plus. Yeah, up. next will be the. Or the little brother shop there. Uh, Ariba. Ariba Brothers. Yeah, I can't think of that. Now, here's a good one, John. You're going to like this oh, a lot. this is crap. Well, let's do this first. I'll give you this. Uh, a beer guest restaurant is closing for a short refurbishment in August. So if you don't get uh, dining dates for a beer guest in August, that's the reason. Now, to end the headline news, we got the headline news of all headline news. Uh-huh. According to Mr. Joe Rohde, Mm. Don't count the Yeti out just yet. No, yeah, yeah. 
He still claims a fix is in the works for the broken automatronic, audio animatronic that can be found inside Expedition Everest. At this point, more people have seen the Yeti broken than have actually seen it working. Oh, yeah, totally. I could. Did totally you see it working? Once. Yeah, I did. Long time ago. Yeah, I saw it working. This was uh, when I first moved down here, and it was like the five-year anniversary? No, prior to that, because of the five-year anniversary, we were all cracking wise on the fact that we're uh-huh. celebrating an animatronic that doesn't move. Mm. Remember? We were there for that. That's where we met Yeah, at that five-year event. Yeah. That's where I got blown off yeah. by a certain other blogger that shall not be named. named. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, 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 I would like to see the Yeti working. I would, too. I don't believe for one second that they're wasting one dollar on how to fix this thing. I mm. just I just really don't. Yeah. They've got a good fix for it. The roller coaster is amazing, independent of the Yeti. And let's right. face it, uh, the, uh, oh, geez, Disneyland's Matterhorn mm. bobsleds yeah. have been running for decades, and mm-hmm. those Yetis don't move. Yeah, and it's a classic attraction that you have to ride. So right. I'm sure they're like, just the size of that thing alone yeah. is worth it. Some and disco lights, got the disco lights, and the the yeah. wind. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I think it. I, my fear is this. Uh, I remember that part of the problem with it was it was starting to pull away from the structure. Oh, I'm hope they're keeping an eye on that thing, and then one day it doesn't actually just go <laughs> kerplunk. That would suck. Yeah, that would that would be high up on the psychometer. I I think, I, I you know I think we spoke about this a while ago, but I think now, if they had to, they could take Everest down for a week, maybe two, uh, and do what they had to do because now they got you know Pandora, which is an e-ticket attraction. Before there was no other e-ticket. Now there's something else that people are interested in going to. So I would say, listen, shut it down two weeks. Have a plan first. Have a plan. Know that you can fix it. Shut it down for two weeks. Go in. See if you can fix it. If you can't fix it, well, fine. You lost two weeks. Right. You know, if you can, well, great. Then we have a working Yeti again. Right. So that, that's my thoughts. I think it'll be more than two weeks. I think that's the problem. That's yeah, fine. I think that, that there's more to it than just... Slicing a hole in the building and dismantling the roller coaster. I've heard that too. I heard yeah. that they, you know, it was built. The track was built. The Yeti was built, and then they put the the outside structure on. Right. It. In order to get that out, they'd have to cut a hole in the building to to get everything out. Yeah. You know. That's what I'm. That's what my fear is. I don't yeah. think that there's any way they're going to get it fixed. And you know what? I, you know, at this point in time, why bother? Yeah. Just why bother? Call us, Joe. Let us know. Let yeah. us know how you're going to fix Hook it. Hook us up, buddy. Yeah. Hook us up, buddy. Do, do us a solid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else? Nope. Got nothing. All right, guys. We want to make sure that you come find us over on Twitter at Disney Podcaster, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast. You can always find us at DisneyParksPodcast.com where you can see all of our show archives, our blog. You've got links to our great sponsors, links to our shop, all sorts of great things. Tony's got a book. I've got a book. You can get both of them there. Go check out DisneyParksPodcast.com. We uh, can't. Thank you enough for watching live. We do a live show every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We want to make sure that you know that it's there. And if you like what we've done, please share the video on your Facebook feed. Let people know that we are here and uh, get the word out about the Disney Parks podcast. And with that, my friends, I cannot wait to see you 
in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through One looks upon a star Your dream